The Minnesota Wild are back to work against the Tampa Bay Lightning. We preview the action on today's pregame edition of Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another pregame edition of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, you can find Lockdown Wild on all of your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. On today's pregame preview edition of Lockdown Wild, we bring on Kevin Gorg to preview tonight's matchup against the Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll talk about how the Wild were able to kind of let loose a little bit over the weekend, and uh, we'll see how they stack up against Tampa Bay. Today's show brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On Podcasts. Make sure every moment make every moment more by visiting fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Joined today by Kevin Gorg and Kevin coming off of a couple of frustrating losses to the Carolina Hurricanes and then to the Florida Panthers. Looks like the team had the opportunity to just kind of get away over the weekend, had the dads in town, and uh, by all accounts, from what I was able to see on social media, looks like the guys had some fun. They had a great time. Yeah, you know, we had some of the young wild players out there deep-sea fishing, catching sharks, led by Connor Dewar. Uh, we had Dean Evison and Bill Guerin and the management and coaching side on the golf course, and then I had a, a group of roughly 20 people that I took over to Gulfstream Park to have a day at the races yesterday. There was a really cool dinner last night that I didn't attend, but from talking to the people that were there, just slightly over 100 guests at uh, an exclusive steakhouse uh, near our hotel in Fort Lauderdale. That went quite well. And then they flew over to Tampa this morning and got back to the business at hand. Uh, and, you know, practice was, uh, you know, day before a game. Typically it's 20, 25 minutes. Today, a little bit different. Yeah, and with the opportunity to just kind of shake things off, get away from the rink. How important is it to, you know, get right back to work and have that more physical, more intense practice just to try to get everybody kind of back on track uh, against a really tough opponent in the Lightning? Yeah, you're in probably one of the tougher tests of the season tomorrow night. And we talked about it on our post-game chat uh, after the Florida Panther game, but you beat Tampa on national TV. You've had a lot of success against them recently. They're coming off a loss at Calgary where they give up six goals. This is the, you know, kind of the worst way you'd probably want to see an opponent come into a game because you're looking at a team that's been in the last three Stanley Cups that's going to come out angry, that wants a little payback against your club. And the Wild come in right now off a couple of duds. I mean, they didn't play their best game at Carolina. They didn't play their best game at Florida. And so Dean Everson talked about it today at practice saying, you know, you can get distracted. It's great to have um, our guests here. It's it's a wonderful opportunity for these guys to kind of um, get away from hockey for a, a day and a half. But now it's time to remind them that this is a business trip. We are here to play hockey. We are here to work. And today's practice is really a reminder of getting back to physical play, the intensity that you need, and basically an hour with some skating at the end, which we very rarely see uh, uh, this late in the season, where I think the attention 
of the the players was there, and I think you're going to see a team that comes out with a little bit of an edge to their game tomorrow. It sounds as though the lineup will be mostly the same, but Matt Dumba getting back in at least sounds like that's the plan at this point, and same for Marcus Foligno. Uh, we talked about the, the situation with Dumba over the last few days, and obviously he's being a pro's pro about it as much as he can be, and so I would imagine he's going to have some intent and some purpose behind his game uh, getting back out there in the lineup. No question. When you see a player that's, you know, as big a fixture as Matt Dumba is in, on this roster and, and on this hockey team, sit out for a couple of games, it, it grabs everybody's attention. But specifically, knowing Matt and how much he cares and the passion he has for this team and the game, uh, there'll be a real purpose to his game uh, against the Lightning. He's back with uh, his good buddy, Jonas Brodeen. Marcus Foligno, they're going to evaluate. Um, I had a chance to talk with Marcus on the bus ride to the airport uh, this morning when we were leaving Fort Lauderdale. And, you know, he said it was a rough, you know, 24 to 36 hours. He wasn't sure if it was the flu or food poisoning, but he didn't have a lot of fun. And he said, now I'm, I'm starting to hold my food back down. And they thought practice was going to be key today for him. And I mentioned it was a hard practice. They were going to get some some nourishment in them after practice. And I think if everything goes as planned, he'll be back out there. And I just think, Seth, we've talked about this. When that line's together, most importantly, when the grief line is intact the way they're supposed to be, the roster just kind of falls into place. And when Marcus Flynn or one of those guys isn't in the lineup, uh, it's just not the same hockey club. So I think that'll be a big, big help tomorrow against Tampa. Marc-Andre Fleury will be in net uh, against the Lightning and – an opportunity for Flurry, I think, something that he has done quite often during this season so far, is to just lead this team and, more importantly, help this team out, especially early on in the game because you know Tampa is going to be buzzing. And so he's going to need to be on his A game early, but he has shown all year he is certainly up to the task uh, when it comes to trying to kind of get the team through that first period. Yeah, and he's a veteran, and I know he was extremely disappointed uh, with a couple of goals that went in at Carolina. And so talking to him in the last day and a half, um, he's excited to get back out there. And, and he knows the challenge that's coming uh, specifically from a team of this caliber. So those first 10 minutes for him are going to be a chance to go out there, make a couple of big saves, get into the game. Today at practice, I sat in his end. And I just I love just focusing in on Marc-Andre Fleury and watching how he practices. Every shot, every drill, every sequence – he plays it like it's the seventh game of the Stanley Cup. And guys love when they can come in and try to score on him because he doesn't let much in. Uh, he takes every shot so intently, and I think that's what's made him such an unbelievable player throughout his career. And so I, I know um, you know, from watching him today and from talking with him on this trip that he feels like this is an important start for him as well. We'll talk a little more about the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, Andre Vasilevsky, and how the Wild can try to break through against him and all those weapons that Lightning offense has uh, in store as we continue our preview of tonight's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning on Locked on Wild. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. We are so excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked on Sports because they are the number one sports book in America. FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. All you have to do is head to fanduel.com slash locked on. And if you join today, you get $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. 
FanDuel has all of your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. And speaking of tonight's game, the Minnesota Wild check in as one and a half goal underdogs against the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight with an over-under set at six. So you can make those types of wagers at FanDuel today. So make sure you don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Our next partner has a product I use every single day of the week. I started taking AG1 to simplify my vitamin and supplement routine. All it takes is one delicious scoop of AG1 and you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Plus, it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, AG1 is a small micro-habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day of the week to take great care of yourself. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's all you need. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's pregame preview edition of Locked on Wild. Once again, thanks for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day of the week. Seth Topol joined by Kevin Gorg. And Kevin, we saw... Uh, not Andre Vasilevsky the last time these two teams went toe-to-toe because he was uh, was dealing with an illness. Uh, I don't believe that's the case this time. And so in order to uh, beat the Lightning, the Wild are going to have to try to get through one of the best goalies in the NHL. Yeah, and that's something the Wild have been working on here uh, recently in their practices, including today, is more of a net front presence and more uh, players to the blue paint. You know, with a guy of Vasilevsky's skills and size, if you let him see the puck and that shot's from any type of distance whatsoever, it's just not going to go in. And so there were some tip drills today. There were some bodies in front of the net that needed to be moved. Um, they're really working hard on impairing his vision. They've had some success against him. I know we didn't see him this year, but I remember a game last year that the Wild lost in a shootout where they were able to get some pucks past him, and they did it by either deflecting pucks, getting rebounds, getting around that net. Down low is where you beat this guy near the blue paint. And, you know, the good news for the Wild is they've done it before. They've played well in this building. They've been able to score on him. And, you know, as I mentioned, they're coming off a game with a couple empty net goals up in Calgary where they gave up six. Vasilevsky will likely be back in goal. And and that's going to be one of the matchups to watch, no question. Minnesota has to find a way. You know, if you're going to beat this team, you're probably, you know, at best going to hold them to two. So you're going to have to figure out a way to score three or four goals on maybe the world's best goalie right now. That's going to be – Certainly the game within the game. So many different offensive weapons for this team. You've got Nikita Kucherov. You've got Steven Stamkos, who just scored his 500th career NHL goal. So he obviously has the ability to do that. You've got Braden Point. You've got – you can just go 
on and on and on down the list, and it is a deep Lightning team. It's an experienced Lightning team, and some of those guys maybe getting up there a little bit in age, maybe not as durable as they were in previous years, but it's still a very, very dangerous offense, and the Wilds defensively are going to have to try to keep those guys in check as much as they can. Yeah, the tell with the Minnesota Wild, and we're lucky to, to be up close and watching them every single game, it's very simple. When they are efficient leaving their zone, when they don't turn puck, pucks over inside the blue line, they're successful. And I'll give you two examples. The game at home three weeks ago against the Lightning might have been the Wild's best game all season at that area, being efficient. From the goal line up to the blue line, that half wall area there, they've got to be clean in that part of the game. And they were in that game, and they gave up one goal. The most recent game at Florida, the game switched late in the first period off a turnover in that key area, and it carried over to period two, and they were terrible in that spot, and it cost them. And the game wasn't the same from that point on, and Minnesota was chasing that hockey game. That's the area I'll be watching tomorrow night. It is, are they able to be efficient? Are they able to hold Tampa Bay away from those turnovers and those sustained forechecks? Because if you give this team sustained time in the offensive zone to attack, they're going to score goals. You mentioned the names. We know them well. These are cup winners. These are proven goal scorers at the NHL level, and they are a problem when you give them extended time in the offensive zone. Minnesota has got to find a way to be clean as in their zone, and then obviously we talk about it a lot, but when this team takes penalties, uh, it never works out well. You're going to have to limit them to three power plays or less in this hockey game. Well, and it seems like in with any team, obviously, on the power play, you're, you're trying to get those really good looks, but it seems like Tampa Bay does such a good job with those just quick precision passes when they're on the power play. It's from one end of the zone to the other, tic-tac-toe, and so that's something that the Wild are going to need to keep an eye on as well is just making sure that guys don't get to their spots so that they can uh, zip those passes through to try to get those good one-timers. Yeah, they move the puck quick. It's tape-to-tape. You know, Stamkos is the guy you got to watch in the power play because he seems to be able to find those soft pockets on the weak side. This team is extremely gifted at moving the puck east and west real quick in those scenarios, and then they get those shots off to the net quick and hard, and they make it very difficult for teams to defend. So, yeah, the active sticks, take away the middle of the rink, you know, all the things you look for that sound easy enough when you verbalize them. It's a different game, though, when you're facing this team and, and the bullets are flying, and, you know, I, I just – I think you know right now, as you sit here, you're going to get the Lightning's absolute A game. When you when you cultivate what this game means to them off a bad loss, they've had two home games in the last three weeks. So the crowd's going to be amped up to see their their team. And then just the, the pedigree this team brings in, knowing that the Wild have kind of had their number here the last handful of years, you know you're going to get their very, very best. And so for Minnesota to have any chance, they're going to need to be at their absolute best. And, you know, the advantage that Tampa has is they're at home. They've got the last change. Dean Everson last time out was at home for Minnesota, was able to really dictate the matchups. That's not going to be the case in this hockey game. So that means if you don't get the grief line out there against one of those top two lines, that means somebody else has to carry the mail. That fourth line uh, is going to have to be really good. And then you're going to have to hope that, that Kaprizov and Zuccarello and, and the, the go-to guys for this hockey team and keep an eye on Matt Boldy because I think he's heating up. They have to produce in this situation. In big games against the very best the league has to offer, your go-to goal goal scorers have got to produce. Well, and the final thing that we'll we'll discuss is that it seems like this team has had a handful of either two-on-ones or breakaway opportunities, 
They're just not going in. So if they can just continue to capitalize on turnovers, especially at the top of the zone, bring it back the other way with one guy or two, at some point those looks are going to start to go in. And so those are opportunities where you can maybe kind of steal a goal from the other team. Yeah, it's felt to me, Seth, to your point, like a team more often than not here in the last, I don't know, week or two has had to work really hard to get their goals. I looked at that Florida game and Florida turns the wild over and, and gets that goal. They get the the next goal, same type of scenario. And then Minnesota has to work so hard to score. They miss a breakaway. They miss a two-on-one. It's great that the power play got a couple goals, but it just hasn't come easy for them offensively. Even in the win they had in this road trip in Washington, they had to work extraordinarily hard to get those goals. And they really only did it in the second period. They couldn't score in the first or the third. So you're going through a stretch of time where the puck isn't going in. And through an 82-game schedule, there are going to be stretches where this is the case. And that's when you really have to bear down. And when you are the guy that gets that breakaway or you're part of that two-on-one, your execution has to be at the highest level. You're just you're facing Vasilevsky, and you're just not going to have a lot of room for error in this hockey game. It really is going to take a near-perfect game to win because of the snarl we talked about already. And so when you get those chances, you better bury them. Should be a great game between these two teams. We look forward to seeing how things play out on the ice. And uh, that will do it for today's pregame preview here on Locked on Wild. Kevin, thank you for the time. We'll catch up with you again as the team uh, comes back home here uh, to finish off the pre-All-Star game portion of the schedule. So uh, we'll chat um, as we move throughout the rest of the week. Locked on Wild listeners, make sure you check out everything that we've got for you by subscribing and not missing out on any of our content throughout the entire week. We've got new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.